The Protectors of the Wood episode series. Episode number 16, The Junior Protectors of the Wood. Abby walked into her cottage and pulled the note from her back pocket. It was a half sheet of standard paper and a standard envelope with Abby written on the front. She sat on her bed and was shocked to read the handwritten words. To the ghost girl, with dear memories of childhood and high hopes for our future, I have accepted with enthusiasm the assignment of meeting you next Friday, August 21st, at 5 p.m. on the north bank of Half Moon River, just beyond Cemetery Bridge. We ride to Evansville for the events lined up through Sunday morning. New doors are opening. I'll return by Sunday evening. Be there. River Girl thinks of you. Abby read it three times. Her fingers trembled. A thrill ran through her body. This was indeed a signal from fate, the beating heart of her childhood coming back to life, opening up the world of the present. She carefully put the letter in her back pocket, intending to guard it there all week. This is special, special, special. With a sudden worry, she looked at her timer. Oh my God. It's 7.50. She thought for a moment and decided to just walk out the front gate. There was no sign of Marcus or anyone unusual. She took a left on Old Stone Road and then a right on Stable Lane and stepped into the back of Sammy's store. After waiting 30 seconds, she looked back the way she had come and saw no one. Satisfied, she walked to the counter and ordered a sliced tomato, cheddar cheese, and fried potato squash sandwich with fried finger beans on the side. Aren't you supposed to be next door? Yeah, Abby. Stephanie was picking up two cups of coffee from Sammy. The kids have just been here. They're waiting to see you. It's all they talk about. And by the way, I need to talk to you too. I'll come in for coffee early tomorrow, before the crowd. And Sammy, I need that to go, with a coffee, black. Whoa! The new Abby! Freed from captivity! I hope so. She knocked on the wooden counter. See you tomorrow. Nine o'clock! Abby grabbed her bag and headed out the way she came. Still no one around. Are they really leaving me alone? The back door of the toy store was unlocked. Abby looked into the first room and saw a crowd of faces chattering around the table. Sule and Nico, Shannon and Jasmine, Luis and Phoebe were all sitting in pairs. Abby pulled up a wooden crate and sat down as the odd seventh member of the group. Phoebe rose and hugged her and others blew kisses and waved from where they sat. Everyone stared, not knowing where to begin. Phoebe looked around the group and then turned to Abby, sitting at the head of the table near the door. Phoebe looked straight at Abby. We were just wondering, what do we call ourselves? Who are we? Oh, we know we were the youth council last week, and we represent soccer teams. 
But Sule was asking, who are all of us? Yeah, I mean, the band is called Thunder Rolling. The girls' soccer team is the Half Moon Blue Demons. The boys' team is the Half Moon Hurricanes. Well, we wanted to be Half Moon Illegal Aliens. But Phoebe and Lewis vetoed it. <laughs> I kind of like the idea, but we're not going to ask for trouble. But we're all connected, aren't we? Phoebe was going through the plan for next weekend, and it includes all of us. But it's not just soccer people, or church people, or music people. And now that Abby's back, I want to know, who are we? Abby had a thousand thoughts. I knew this would come up eventually. Sule looked around the group. I mean, are we all connected or not? What about Sammy and Reverend Tuck? And Stephanie and Sarah? No one spoke. Then Sule asked in frustration. Come on. Am I stupid or what? She looked as if she were about to cry. Of course you're not stupid. We all know you're asking a good question. We know we're all connected. We're all part of one organization. But it's not a normal, identifiable organization like the soccer club. It's spread out and growing all the time. We're all in the process of deciding who we are. And you're all aware that some people don't like us. So we don't want to make an easy target for them to attack. So we, to some extent, conceal who we are and conceal our connections. Sule was determined to say what was on her mind. I know some people don't like us. But why? I know they attack you all the time. But why? What are we for and why are they against it? I have an idea, but I want to hear it from you. Abby looked around the group. Her intuition told her that they all wanted an answer, but perhaps suspected that this was all a waste of time and would come up with nothing. Also, Sule was new and very assertive, and perhaps there was some resentment about that. Well, in my own mind, I call us the Junior Protectors of the Wood. There was silence for a moment, and then Abby continued. But of course, that probably means nothing to most of you. So I have an idea. Let's take care of some practical problems, like organizing our Evansville weekend. And then we'll see how all of our plans work together and what our common goal is. And then, if we have time, I'll give you a little history of where our name comes from. Shannon stood up. Let's get to it. I know about the protectors of the wood from my father already. I like being the junior protectors. That suits us. So let's plan this weekend before it gets too late. Just don't forget, the soccer club is still the soccer club. The church is still the church. Just because we have a name doesn't mean we're in charge of all of these things. It may take a while for us to understand the strange kind of group that we are. Now let's get going. Shannon was taking charge. You all have Phoebe's soccer club letters. We'll be handing them out over the weekend and all next week. Nobody goes unless they're signed up by a parent with a phone number. 
Mario and my father and Luis are driving the girls' team. Nico and Jasmine's fathers are driving and probably more. And remember what Phoebe said, this is all a soccer club activity. The Half Moon girls play a friendly with the Evansville girls in the college stadium. Everyone else comes to support us. Now, of course, there are these other activities like Sarah's student groups gathering at the college trustees in the morning, the tour of the campus after our game, and the band concert in the evening. Thank you. Wonderful description of the plan. Phoebe was relieved that Shannon was getting into the concrete details. All your parents must understand. These extra activities are all optional. Your parents must sign their approval, and I will be calling them. Make this point clear to everyone you give the letter to. And one more thing. This trip is not sponsored by the church. That's why we're meeting here. Tuck and Abby had enough problems with people who don't like us. So don't let anyone think this is a church activity. The group was reading Phoebe's letter to parents. Shannon gave a copy to Abby and she scanned it. On Half Moon Soccer Club stationery, the letter was to parents of the girls team and all the team supporters. It was full of details. Nico cut in. I know I've asked this before, but I still don't quite get it. When does our team get to take a trip like this? When do we play in a stadium? Is this idea for real? For those of you who don't know, Mario had a call from the River City United Soccer Club wondering if they could feature a U14 boys game before their professional league game sometime in late October or November. I told Mario, we'll do it and he's trying to work out a plan with them. Apparently, there are two possible dates, and one of them might conflict with the boys' regular league game. So we'll have to see what we can work out. But I'm, well, 90% sure it will happen. Jasmine was jealous and spoke up. When do we get to do that? I want to play before a professional game. Lewis was trying to be patient. I told you, your game next weekend is just before the Evansville College varsity women's team plays their game. We're all invited to stay and watch. Nico interrupted. I want to know about the Junior Protectors of the Wood. I've never heard of that. I can tell you some things. I grew up with the Protectors of the Wood meeting here in this store. I used to listen to the discussions from the loft up there when my parents thought I was sleeping. You all know some of the members. My parents, Reverend Tuck, Fred Peterson, Chi-Chi and Allison from the Garden Center, Windeman, the lawyer who worked with Shannon's father to get Sammy out of jail. Sometimes Sammy himself was here. They would talk about saving the farms from takeover attempts from big corporations, adding land to the forest preserve, and protecting the forest from companies who want to set up mining operations there. They try to help people having a hard time, like small store owners struggling to maintain their businesses, things like that. And other people you don't know from Rivergate were there, people Abby knows. 
I think this group meets in the garden center now. Jasmine pointed out, But we really don't do those things. Maybe we should be doing those things. Abby replied quickly and nervously. I, I can tell you. The protectors of the wood began long ago, when my ancestors lived throughout the forest and farmed the river valley. I agree with Jasmine. We should be doing these things. And I hope that in some ways, we already are. We helped save the toy store and Sammy's coffee shop. We helped the farmers with the green market at the toy store and the church. We helped Tuck when the church was in danger. We raised money for the church school building and to buy boats for Rivergate after the flood. And I want you to know that my parents lived in a trailer park for a short time until an electrical fire burned them out. And I know this has happened to many others. Maybe we should be helping them. Nico jumped in. We should. I know who they are. So we'll find a way. And we're supporting Sarah's group, Students Against Fossil Fuels, what they call staff. They presented their ideas and plans at the table during the festival. Pastor Banks from Rivergate spoke about climate change and how it's affecting all of us. We're invited to the student gathering next weekend to persuade the trustees to take college money out of fossil fuel investments. And there are other things, really lots and lots of other things. So that's why we're already junior protectors of the wood. All of us who do these things and work together are junior protectors. The band, the soccer teams, the parents who support us, the students at Evansville, people at the church. We're expanding all the time. The group looked at each other in surprise. Jasmine remarked, Wow, I never really thought of all that. I'm a junior protector. It's true. Shannon replied, We all are. My father's already joining their meetings. Sule stood up and spoke to all of them. What an answer. I knew this was good. I just knew it. I'm where I want to be. Thanks for listening. Episode number 17 is coming soon. To hear all of the episodes, please go to our website at www.protectorsofthewood.com. For Facebook and Instagram, visit us at Protectors of the Wood Book Series. Sometimes I'm walking on rainbows Sometimes I'm locked underground But if I hear you say it's all okay There's nothing compares to that sound I'm lost but now I'm found I care about a lot of things I guess I try and I try just to do my best But if it's not right with you, there's nothing I can do I'm lost before I begin God help the shape I'm in God help the shape that I'm in God help the shape that I'm in just come back to me 
I'll be yours for free. I'll do all the good I can do. It's just that I need you. Sometimes I'm stumbling through my day, and there's no light upon the way. There's nothing I can see that's dark as can be. Hold my hand and see me through. I'm lost if I don't have you. God help the shape that I'm in. God help the shape that I'm in. Just come back to me. I'll be yours for free. I'll do all the good I can do. It's just that I need you. It's just that I.